As I say every week, this week's edition of Sports the Show is sponsored by Anchor. Have you heard of Anchor? It is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free way to make a podcast. You don't have to pay. You can edit the podcast on your phone or computer. Anchor distributes your podcast to many places, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can make money from your podcast with barely any listens. You can download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to Sports the Show, the show where I like to talk about sports. I haven't done this for a while, but good morning, good evening, and good afternoon or good night from wherever and whatever time you are listening to this week's edition of Sports the Show. This week's edition is going to be a very news-heavy edition. We got a lot of news there. I might have to cut some stuff out because there's just that much news that I've compiled compared to the usual three to four news stories. So it's going to be a news-heavy episode. Don't worry. I'll still try to make it as entertaining as possible. You are not going to want to miss this week's edition of Sports the Show, which starts right now. As you've heard in the intro, we have a lot of news this week. Our first news story is continuing from last week. We're talking about the NFL draft. We missed a lot. We did. We got there at round two. There were a total of seven rounds. I'm going to be giving you some of my takeaways from the draft, giving you some stats as well. So... My first athlete I want to talk about is Jacob Eason from Washington being taken by the Indianapolis Colts. A very interesting pick there. He now joins Phillip Rivers and Jacoby Brissett on the Colts roster at the QB rank. We could be seeing the end of Jacoby Brissett. He's the third we... Third string quarterback, excuse me, once again. If you remember from like 2016 when Brady was suspended those four games, Jimmy G was the next quarterback up, and then he got injured. So then Jacoby had to come in. He was the third string quarterback. He came to Colts quarterback last year. I would say his time is going to be either very limited, like him getting kicked out, not really kicked out, but just cut, or he might be here for a couple years. And if Philip Rivers, you know, with the one-year deal, deal, he could retire after this year. You know, I think what they might be doing is they're going to try doing the one year, see how he is this year, and then maybe try to get a four-year contract. I'm not very sure. This is the most Colts coverage I've ever done. I'm not even a Colts fan, ladies and gentlemen. But that is fine. Uh, the Colts also took a Michael Pittman Jr. out of the University of Southern California, USC, and 
Jonathan Taylor, the running back out of Wisconsin. I told you guys last week, he was snubbed. He should have been put in the first round. He is going to be good. He is my player who I'm going to say is going to shock some people. It really is. I don't know why. I just know this. Good running back in the Big Ten. Going to the Colts, who have the Big Ten Championship every single year. I believe he might have even made it to the championship game this year. I'll have to fact check that later. Huh. It's like a fact check here. Pfft. I only do that before the podcast, but yep. So Jonathan Taylor out of Wisconsin, Mike Whitman Jr. out of USC were taken in the second round, and then Jacob Eason in the fifth round. There's your Colts coverage, Indiana. You're welcome. Uh, the Eagles, they took Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma. Very shocking there. As you know, the Eagles have the quarterback Carson Wentz. And there's a part of me that's like, that was stupid. But then I remembered Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz got injured two seasons in a row. One of those seasons, they the Eagles made it to a Super Bowl. And the backup quarterback won the Lombardi MVP. He got to hold up the trophy. He, he has a statue. And now he's in Jacksonville and is, wait, wasn't even cut out, I think. I think he's on the Bears now. Jesus, he's become Mr. Irrelevant very quickly. Really has. Sucks for Nick Foles. Uh, I'm rooting for you, man. But, yep, I, f- I had an entire take here. Oh, yeah, now I remember. I have it written down. Jalen Hurts coming from Oklahoma. Uh, many people saying he's going to be having a Taysom Hill-like role. If you know, through the Saints, sometimes they'll bring out Taysom Hill, just do Hail, Hail Mary. So you never know. I think that's what people are thinking Jalen Hurts will be, and then we'll could eventually take over. Uh, we now move to the... I thought we just lost power, but we didn't. Okay, anyway, I got distracted. Very good at that, by the way. Uh, the Denver Broncos, they took Jerry Judy of the Alabama University, the wide receiver there. They also took K.J. Hamler of Penn State, another wide receiver. Might I add, K.J. Hamler? Pretty fast. Pretty, pretty fast indeed. We got a very fast wide receiver there. Those two wide receivers joining an already great Denver Broncos with Cortland Sutton, Phil Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, as well, just to name a few. And like I said last week, it's going to be a good season this year with Drew Locke as our quarterback. You are going to need to watch out for the Broncos. Also, uh, Speaking of Broncos news, Von Miller does not have the coronavirus anymore. Good for him. We now move to the Ravens. They took linebacker Patrick Queen out of LSU and running back J.K. Dobbins of Ohio State. Those two players are joining a great offensive defense in Baltimore going to be. They got like the golden ticket. You're joining a great team already. They could still make the Super Bowl. I'm not calling it now. I haven't seen a down of the football this year. But you're going to want to watch those two. It was actually a very entertaining weekend, my I add. Uh, this is the first time I've ever watched. I didn't watch round two, but I paid attention to round two. Thank God for Twitter. 
Uh, I didn't have to wait 15 minutes having them analyze uh, the parents' death. ESPN talked a lot about death. Fans didn't like it. I didn't care. I don't want to sound rude, but uh, I was just like, okay, you're trying to make it emotional, aren't you? But it won't work. It won't work. Really won't. Still a very entertaining weekend. I did watch some of uh, rounds four through seven. Uh, I missed actually getting to see players' names called, so I stopped. I'm sorry. The SEC had a total of 63 picks. That is a record. Big 10 had 48. Pac-12 had 32. ACC 27. Big 12 had 21. All very interesting there. The American League had 17 picks. Did not expect that. Uh, I would like to point out that Notre Dame had six picks, which is more than some leagues, like the MAC League as well. By the way, uh, FCS teams, including SIU, Dayton, URI, Tennessee State, JMU, which is James Madison University, and North Dakota State, each had one player taken. Division two had two picks, one from Lenore Ryan and another from Washburn. Uh, Lenore Ryan coming to the uh, Patriots. There's your Division two analyst. And Division three had one pick, that being St. John's. Uh, side note, you might be asking yourselves, why were those two team like those three teams taken well they weren't even the champions so i honestly don't know my favorite stat from the draft is this one lsu and alabama had a combined 23 picks taken there were almost enough different positioned players to have a starting lineup of 22 they miss they were missing a guard that's it they would have been able to have a whole entire starting lineup really was Last Dance is the most entertaining thing of the quarantine right now. Uh, episodes 3 and 4 focused on two main things, in my opinion. The bad boy Pistons of Detroit taking on the early 90s Bulls. Uh, they're, they're called the bad boys because they played rough, man. I saw a lot of people being like, uh, LeBron wouldn't be able to compete. I'm not a LeBron fan. I honestly don't think he would be either, but I'm not actually sure. It's a different game. That's why I don't think we can ever pick a goat. But the Pistons, they played rough. Uh, the Michael Jordan rule was basically shove Mike down. Uh, so after the Bulls got eliminated in the Eastern Conference, I think they made it to the championship round two years in a row. Michael and the Bulls, they got buffed. They got stronger, and they finally beat the Pistons that year, and then they beat Magic Johnson's Lakers as well. Uh, Isaiah Thomas and Mike Jordan, they still hate each other. 30 years later, they were talking about it. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is still saying that the since he didn't shake hands with Jordan after the game, it's the entire reason he was left off the Dream Team. And honestly, I agree. The league did not like them. <laughs> they were... Uh, having it now being like the Detroit Pistons Saturday night prime time. It didn't even have prime time as it is right now. The league was not as big as it is right now. So, uh, another entertaining part was Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is a crazy person. The episodes, they focused on his partying life. My favorite story from this week is when Dennis Rodman 
had a 48-hour vacation. He said he needed it, so he got a 48-hour vacation. But being Dennis Rodman, he did not return in 48 hours. I think it was almost a week, if not five days. Uh, Jordan literally had to go and find him and then bring him to the team. And uh, he was... He had a rough time coming back. really did. Robin's still good, though. Robin's still good. We got a lot of NBA news. I really do. First one, the NBA. They will not open practice facilities until at least May 8th. Uh, very interesting. There was originally supposed to be starting today. May 1st, but then Atlanta was like, no, we're not ready. So they did not. It's going to have to be cities that already have social distancing uh, rules flattened, I guess. No, that's not how we say it. Basically, if your city is like, yo, you can go out now, they can go to the training facilities. There are some rules that were put in place. However, no more than four players will be permitted at the facility at one time. No head or assistant coaches can participate at all. Group activities are remain prohibited, including practices or scrimmages. Players re- must remain prohibited from using non-team facilities, such as public health clubs, fitness centers, or gyms. Uh, additionally, players and team facilities must wear face masks at all times, except during physical activity, and team staffers must remain at least 12 feet away from them. All of this is coming from the Atlantic's Shams Sharina. That's not your name, and I'm so sorry. I really am. We got some more NBA news. Some worrying news, actually, for the NBA. The NBA has indefinitely postponed the NBA draft and the draft combine, excuse me, and the lottery. Woj is saying the draft is expected to also be postponed. We now move to the bubble city of the week, is what I'm going to call it. The NBA is considering using Disney World as a venue to resume resume this season. Uh, The most likely way for the NBA, as well as other sports, really, is to have a bubble city. Which, if you do not know, it is a city where teams are quarantined in only one city. They don't travel anywhere. They just stay in the vicinity, really, of... uh, not the entire city. This would be in Orlando, by the way. Uh, the events would be at Disney's Wide World of Sports venue in Orlando, which hosts the Pro Bowl. It also offers a number of advantages, including multiple courts and hotels, proximity to all Orlando Magic facilities, and immediate readiness for broadcasting. Adam Silver has stated that widespread testing is a necessity. He also said medical personnel need to be available as well, since players... They need treatment for injuries suffered during the game. And any plan to resume the season needs to build time in for a second training camp in order for players to get back into game shape. That is a lot to take in from Mr. Silver, who once again is basically not really given that much uh, thought to win the leagues and come up. I'm not, no, that's, that makes him sound stupid. No, uh, basically... We now have to wait till June 25th, and that's when we're going to find out if the league is going to come back or not. A very interesting stat coming from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Approximately 15,000 tests would be needed for the bubble city. However, a worrying factor that has come out is the NBA said yesterday in a memo sent to teams that they 
should not test players or staff to see if they are asymptomatic for the coronavirus. I feel like this bubble city idea, well, it's a good idea. The league's not going to do it. They just don't feel like it's safe enough. The NCAA is in the news, and I honestly feel like it's because the G League has frightened them. The NCAA's tip governing bo- top governing body, I can't write, ladies and gentlemen. I write a script. I type it. And sometimes I misspell, misspell stuff, just like I can't speak sometimes, and I'm so sorry. The NCAA's top governing body said on Wednesday that it supports a proposal to allow college athletes to sign endorsement contracts and receive payment for other work, provided the schools they attend don't make any money from that. Basically, the athlete themselves can make money off of being themselves, but they can't reference their own school. A great example of this would be, let's say, Trevor Lawrence hosts the Trevor Lawrence football camp. And on the logo, there is Clemson University. And everyone gets Clemson merch and stuff. No, you cannot do that. That is not allowed. This also means there are going to be no NCAA football video games coming anytime soon. Uh, If you want this negotiation to actually happen, you need to wait till at least January 31st, 2021, before it can finally be voted on. Uh, the whole negotiation needs to have, like, written, needs to be 100% written out by, like, Halloween of this year. And then if the vote passes on January 31st, 2021, these rules will come in for the 2021-2022 school year. A lot of news to take in there, man. Really is. Our final news story is our boxing news of the week. Bum bum. I wish I could have a boxing bell, but I don't have that button with me. I need to invest in having some sound effects. I just had an ant on my wall. I had to smash it. Anyway, uh, there were negotiations for a Tyson Fury versus Anthony, 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 Anthony Joshua fight for a title belt unification bout. It would happen somewhere in Saudi Arabia or elsewhere on the Arabian Peninsula. Here's the only way it can happen, though. Tyson Fury's organization has to pay Deontay Wilder's organization so Deontay Wilder can waive his immediate rematch contract. And honestly, I feel like he's not going to do that. You want to know why? Deontay Wilder really wants this fight. He really does. So I feel like we're going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait until until they can have their third fight. It's annoying. I want this fight to happen. I'm not going to watch it, but I still want it to happen. I don't want to pay for pay-per-view. Pay-per-view is expensive. Your boy doesn't make any money. Because my only job right now is a PA announcer, and uh, that job didn't get to happen. So now I'm going to make a podcast where I just yell in a microphone for about an hour a day. It's fine, though. Everything's fine. So there you go. Uh, after the rambling session of main news of the week, I'm so sorry. I apologize in advance. We're going to keep this all in, though. There. What's your main news of the week? Coming up next is our motorsports update, which is a lot more news of the week. You are going to want to stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. If you're still listening, you haven't gone anywhere, and we're friends, I guess. I don't know. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Sports, the show.
Welp, as you heard, it is now time for the Motorsports Update of the Week. We got some big news this week. We start first with the Virtual Motorsports of the IndyCar iRacing Challenge. Your winner this week was Lando Norris of a Formula One team with Team McLaren. Does it remind you of anyone? Fernando Alonso might ring a bell. Because both times Fernando Alonso has tried to be in the Indy 500, that's all the news has been. They've been like, oh, here's Fernando Alonso. Look at him. He's very fast. I think he's going to get the win this year. Just imagine what it's like. He's skipping the biggest Formula 1 event in Monaco Grand Prix. So it be at this year's Indy 500. And they get eliminated the first year, crash out. And then not even make it the next year. Yeah, people still talk about him. He hasn't even qualified yet. He's still in the news just because he didn't qualify. And everyone's like, I wonder what it would have been like if Fernando Alonso made it. I just, I'm not a big fan of Formula 1, if you can tell. I'm so sorry. I do not want to offend you guys. Um, but I wish the news would be more focused on the actual IndyCar drivers rather than just the Formula 1 celebrity. But I digress. Lando Norris of the Team McLaren at Formula 1 won this week's IndyCar iRacing Challenge at the virtual circuit of the Americas mostly known as Coda, in Austin, Texas. Here was your top three from the race, by the way. Lando Norris, Pato Award, Felix Rosenquist was in third place. Very interesting there. Uh, you would not have expected that lineup if it was an actual event, unlike last week. But congratulations to Lando for getting the win. Lando has been on iRacing since the age of six, by the way. So 14 years, because he's 20 years old. You might be asking yourself, well, Max, where's the next virtual iRacing race at? And ladies and gentlemen, it is at the granddaddy of them all, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I love that place. It's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I had the privilege to get to go there earlier in March of this year. When there were no fans in attendance and it was just empty, it was pretty amazing still anyway. Just knowing and you look around and then all those seats are filled up. It's pretty dang cool. That's why you guys need to go on the museum uh, tour thing. It's pretty cool there. But anyway, the next race to that virtual Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the finale. Of the IndyCar iRacing Challenge. Disappointing that we don't get IndyCar very soon. We now move on to America's, uh, I guess, the more popular one. I don't know. I just hear more people saying they like NASCAR. But your winner for NASCAR this week was Alex Bowman, winning at Virtual Talladega Super Speedway. I watched the last 20 laps of that race. Ty Dillon, he looked like he was going to actually get the win. But then got hit on the final lap. And you might be asking yourself, well, why wasn't there a yellow flag, Max? And the answer was, they were in overtime. Now, what does that mean? Okay, so there was a yellow flag on lap four, and then they got to lap two, and there was still a yellow flag. So what they did was, instead 
Once the yellow flag got lifted, it was a green and white flag. What that means is now that you have one, the green flag's up, and you're on the white lap, white flag lap. So you only have one more lap to go. And you, there can't be any more yellow flags. Well, poor Ty Dillon, he was hit. And Alex Bowman was still in first place and then finally got the win. Alex Bowman later tweeting, how did this happen? And then NASCAR having to explain to him, well, you went over the line first. That's how it happened. This weekend's race was talked about a lot because Denny Hamlin had his iRacing monitor shut off by his young daughter. She turned off the TV. I don't even know why. I don't even know how I got footage of it too, but it did. You see the daughter with the remote, and then he's like, hi, 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 and she's like, boop, and turns it off. How embarrassing. The next race is at Dover. We are not going to have to wait that long for the next actual NASCAR race, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you when that is. But first, I need to tell you about two drivers that are going to be at that first NASCAR race. First one, Ryan Newman, if you remember, he had this horrible wreck at Daytona Motor Speedway. And you want to know what? Race car drivers are crazy. They will, like, look like they are about to die in a race car. And then they'll be able to, like, walk out of the hospital on their own, like, a week later. I know that happens for, for Sebastian Bourdais. He, was, like, walked out less than a week later. I know Ryan Newman rock, walked out like two days after the crash at Daytona. Congratulations, Ryan Newman, on being recovered. I'm so uh, happy that we get to still see him compete. Uh, Matt Kenseth is another driver who you might recognize. He is going to be driving Kyle Larson's number 42 ride. Remember, Kyle Larson, he said the no-no word and got himself fired, leaving the 42 ride open. So now Matt Kenseth will take the reins of the 42 ride this year. Now you might be asking yourself, Max, why are we talking about NASCAR? It doesn't seem like it's going to be happening for a while, and that's where you'd be wrong. Because, ladies and gentlemen, last Thursday, NASCAR announced the next race will be a Cup Series race. May 17th at Darlington Raceway. Yeah, I'm checking my calendar right now, and that's in two weeks from Sunday? It is, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from this Sunday, the third. It will be the first NASCAR race of the season after the coronavirus. No fans are going to be allowed, by the way. And it's going to be a crazy seven-race span over 11 days. Here is the full schedule. A Cup Series race. May 17th at Darlington Raceway. On Tuesday, May 19th, the Xfinity Series will race at Darlington. And then on Wednesday, the 20th, the Cup Series will once again race at Darlington. We then wait till Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Because at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the Cup Series races are going to be Sunday, May 24th, and Wednesday, May 27th. The Xfinity race will take place Monday, May 25th. The Truck Series race will take place Tuesday, May 26th. It's crazy, guys. 11 days and 7 races. I don't really... 
I'll admit, I haven't watched that much NASCAR because I'm more of an IndyCar guy. But to get some live entertainment back, I'm happy. I really am. There are some new rules, however. Those new rules include mandated use of personal protective equipment throughout the event. Makes sense. Health screenings. Screenings. I can say my R's. Screenings. Health screenings for all of the individuals prior to entering the facilities, as well as exiting facilities and when you are inside the facilities. Basically, you're going to be screened many times to see if you are healthy. There are going to be numerous proper social distancing protocols throughout the entire facilities. There are going to be no practices at all during the 11-day stretch and no qualifying events except for qualification for the Coca-Cola 500, which I'm guessing is the Sunday, May 24th race. They have not said. They just said that there's going to be a Coca-Cola 600. Excuse me. Wow, guys. We get actual NASCAR back. Did you... Did you guys ever think we'd get live racing back? I know our friends in, like, South Dakota, they had the live racing back, which was pretty cool. I didn't get to watch it because you had to pay for it, which sucks. But, oh, well. It seems like we are slowly getting back to normal. This is good news for having NASCAR having live entertainment. I only hope we can have IndyCar follow suit very shortly. Now, forever. However, Formula One, on the other hand, I don't even know if they're going to have a season. I really don't. Just seems like everything's been either canceled or postponed. We will find that out. Uh, also, finally, I'd like to uh, talk right now about the Mashamura Finals, which is supposed to be this weekend in Orlando, Florida. I'm, I'm shocked still. That it's finally here, and the year that I won tickets, <laughs> I don't even get to go because the coronavirus, and it was postponed. That really sucks. I feel bad uh, for many people who bought hotels and stuff. I feel bad for you. I feel bad for the city of Orlando. They're going to be losing a lot of money. Everyone's losing a lot of money, though. Guys, you really need to stay safe. Let's let this coronavirus get away as soon as possible so we can get to racing and live sports. We have a very exciting segment coming up next. One of your guys' favorite, the non-sports news of the day. It is time for the not sports news of the day. A Tennessee man was arrested after trying to enter the wrong house. Does that remind you of someone? It's Tom Brady. Yes, this Tennessee man was arrested for trying to enter the wrong house. But the interesting thing is, he was wearing a gorilla outfit. He was. He was in a giant gorilla setup. This comes via the New York Post. We say, quote, Richard. Muzzik, that's not how you say it, but I don't care. Richard Muzzik is a 31-year-old man who, quote, waltzed into the back door of the residence while donning the primate getup at about 2 p.m. on Sunday and was confronted. I can't read today, guys. That's just something I've learned. Confronted by a man in the backyard. That is according to police in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. When confronted by the man. Musick darted away in full gorilla gear. He was located by officers nearby. 
When he was cuffed and told the cops, he thought he was at someone else's house. He was charged. I don't know what he was charged with, it didn't say, but I'm going to guess that it was trespassing and uh, disturbing the public peace. We now move into another segment. One of my all-time favorite segments. Especially for right now, the positive story of the week. We got two of those, by the way. Our fir- and both of them actually involve high schools. Very nice. Our first story. A pair of Indianapolis, Indiana seniors. Seniors are in the news this week. The seniors attend Bishop Chattered High School. It's near Indianapolis, I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure, actually. I'm just making a guess. I think that's where the news said they were. Anyway, these seniors gave flowers and a card to all senior girls in their graduating class. This because their prom was supposed to be this week, but was canceled due to COVID-19. That's good news. That's some good news. Like John Fisitsky has some good news on YouTube. Guys, you, you should seriously pay attention to some good news. It's way better than my show really is. Anyway, uh, our next positive story of the week involves West Craven High School in North Carolina. I think it was North Carolina. I honestly can't remember. It was one of the Carolinas. I can't get that. Yes, it was North Carolina. I'm being told by myself. I checked it. Don't worry. Uh, the staff at West Craven High School in North Carolina are in the news this week. This comes credit to Goodable on Twitter. You're going to want to add them. They are just awesome people, by the way. Anyway, they visited every single 2020 senior this year. They went to their houses to present them with personalized yard signs. There were a total of 220 seniors and the dozens of teachers, as well as local fire and police officers, delivered the signs. You might be asking yourselves, that just seems like 220, that's a lot of people. How many miles did they go? 480 square miles. That's a lot of miles. It really is. That's how much they care about their seniors to present them with the uh, personalized yard signs. Pretty cool. I've seen a lot of those actually popping up around me. I guess that's a trend now. I did not know it was, but you never know. You really don't. You never know. There you have it. There is your non-sports news of the day, as well as your positive stories of the week. Coming up next, closing remarks. I said this last week and every other week. Wow. Oh, what a great episode of Sports the Show. I really enjoy doing this for you guys. Uh, but I do need you guys to do something. First, you need to... Add me on Twitter at MaxGSports. None of you guys have done that. You also need to leave a voicemail via the Anchor app. No one's done that either. I don't know who my listeners are. I really want to know. All I know is you got some American listeners and some Irish listeners, according to the analytics. So shout out to all of you who have listened to the podcast. Make sure you share it with all of your friends. We had a lot of people listen to last week's episode. Our numbers went up. They really did. So I'm proud of all of you. Thank you, by the way, for anyone who's listened to the show. Like I said, you need to make sure to leave a voicemail. It's not really a voicemail. It's a voice message with Anchor, the Anchor app. Or you can do it at the website that I have because Anchor gives you a website. But enough uh, dilly-dallying about me. You guys, 
You can find this podcast on Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and of course, Pocket Cast. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. When I start interviewing people again, we are going to be able to film with like Zoom. So I'm going to post some of those on there. Won't be using Zoom, however. I'll be using something else. You guys don't get to know. Uh, if you want to be interviewed, I guess I can put you on here. I don't know. Uh, speaking of you guys, hey, we made a ESPN uh, Sports Fantasy League thing. Sports the Show League. You guys need to join that. Actually, did I make that? I don't know. I, I'm pre- If I didn't make it by now, I, I will make it. You guys need to join it. Once you get enough people, it'll be fun. And by the way, just like to add this. Whoever wins the fantasy league, they get to come on this week's the they get to come on this here podcast. They get to roast me because lots of people like to do that. So you get uh you get some free reign, except you can't swear or say anything racist or offensive towards any minorities. You just get basically get to make fun of me for like ten minutes. So if you want to make fun of me for 10 minutes, join the Sports the Show Fantasy League on the ESPN Fantasy app. Now, my next thing I'm going to be telling you guys is the most important part of every single week. You need to wash your hands. You need to donate to local food banks. You need to support our everyone who is helping through this pandemic, whether it is nurses and doctors, please, fire, EMS, truckers. Teachers, because they got to find a way to teach us now. It's very difficult. And anyone who's helped us. Grocery store workers, we cannot forget about them. These are the heroes. Trying to make our lives be as normal as possible. Also, stay home, please. Please stay home if you can. You know what, man? I really want you guys to. I want this to go... I want this to end as quickly as possible so we can get back to normal. So, you guys need to also order delivery and takeout from your local businesses and buy gift cards of your local businesses. We can't forget to support our local businesses. They are depending on all of us. So, I plugged everything, I think. I guess my final plug is Rex Chapman on Twitter, Goodable on Twitter. Some Good News, hosted by John Krasinski on YouTube and all, I think, other social medias. So there you go. I hope you enjoy this week's edition. Like I said, you need to leave a voice message as well. I Seriously, you guys aren't doing that, and I really want you to. You might be asking yourselves, how can you do it? Well, you need to find me on Twitter at Sports. My pinned tweet will send you a link. That link will tell you how to leave a voicemail. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I, like I said, I enjoyed making it. So I will see you guys next week. Remember, guys, every single Friday, we are going to have these episodes come out. I don't have set time. I can just tell you this. They are going to be coming out every single Friday until I change that, most likely over the summer. So like June or July. But that's in the future. We got to live every day. As it's our last. We really do. So, guys, make sure you stay safe. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week.